Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. What's going on and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. I want to thank each of you for joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment, news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. And tonight we welcome comedians Anton Knight, Deanna Lynn, and Pedro Lee to help us weigh in on some of the hottest topics in the news. You don't want to miss these guys. They're very funny. Guys and ladies. <laughs> then uh, later in my conversation with Kansas City Chief, Safety, Quentin Demps, who recently launched his new record label, Purpose by Safe. Call in, be part of the discussion. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. Help us weigh in on some of the topics with the comedians. You can also like us on Facebook, The Stephen Knight Show, or on all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google+, and our official website, thestephennightshow.web.com. So definitely uh, connect with us, and we look forward to hearing your feedback. But, Ms. Parker, how are you doing tonight? I am doing well. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We survived it, right? <laughs> yeah, it went by pretty quickly, honestly. I think it's yeah. a time change. Exactly, exactly. How was beautiful your... outside, so can't complain too much. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great weekend and a great day today. Uh, yeah, it was, just, it was just a great day. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. I certainly enjoy the weather, um, you know, continuing with the birthday celebration, um, but, yeah, it was pretty good. That's good. That's good, yeah. Definitely a good weekend, good weekend. And your cousin's on tonight, Anton Knight. Uh, they might think we're related because we're the same way, but that's actually your cousin. Uh, the, one <laughs> yeah. <of> the <laughs> yeah. I actually so, didn't even put the two together, but, yeah, um, you guys do have the same last name. He is hilarious. Started this uh, comedy thing about six years ago, and it definitely is doing his thing out on the West Coast. Uh have some shows um, around the country as well. So I'm very proud of him, and he's, he's a funny guy. So glad he's on. He's going to be on tonight. Definitely look forward to talking to him. So, uh, Chike, Adam, what's going on in your world? Howdy, howdy. How's it going? Pretty good. How's hey, it going? Hey, Mr. Parker. <laughs> what's up? Well, um... um Go ahead, Adam. I'm we sorry. Have, oh, no, that's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll just hop right into it. I um, checked out the biggest, uh, I think the biggest movie for this weekend, but I don't know if box office-wise, uh, The 300, Rise of the Empire. And um, this one I was surprisingly a fan of. I 
I haven't seen the original 300 since the movie theater, but this, so I thought this one might be kind of one of those little remakes where they just kind of phone it in. But they do a good job, and 300 Rise of the Empire is not quite a sequel, and it's not a prequel, but it runs the same story concurrently with the 300 movie. So it's a very interesting take where instead of seeing the Spartan side of the story, you're seeing the Athenian side of the story of who they battle during this whole time period. So it actually starts a little bit before 300, during 300, and then uh, ends after the 300 battle uh, from the first one, and you get a different point of view. Um, it was a good job. I mean, I was uh, definitely impressed. Like I said, I didn't see it in 3D. It was definitely made for 3D because there was a lot of that fake blood shooting out at the theaters, shooting out at the screen, you know. Uh, there was a lot of cheesy elements, you know, with the slow motion and the battles. But overall, the story was good. Uh, Eva Green was the main uh, antagonist, and she did a great job. And even uh, this new guy, Sullivan Stapleton, who plays the main actor, um, and I don't know him that well, but he did a great job also. So uh, very impressed by it. And uh, I definitely recommend if you're looking for a good movie, good action movie to watch. All right. Okay. Do you, do you see another movie coming out? Do you see a franchise, Adam? I see if they can make it into a franchise. Yeah, it's a very possibility. It's very high possibility. This book or uh, this movie is um, Frank Miller, who did the first, who did the graphic novel for the first 300. He is working on a graphic novel for this one, or he's it's kind of coming out soon. So um, as long as they maybe use some of that source material, but again, it just kind of depends on who's attached to it. Zack Snyder, who directed 300, didn't direct this one, but he definitely, uh, he had a hand in writing it. He was producing it. So, you know, it, it takes a lot of parts to make a movie great, and it takes a lot of parts that can ruin a good movie. So as long as they keep uh, with what they're doing, I think they'll be fine. Cool. I actually uh, checked out uh, Grand Piano, which stars uh, Elijah Wood and John Cusack. And it's basically about a concert pianist who is on a comeback mission. Um, He had a nervous breakdown uh, in the middle of a concert in front of his whole entire fan base, and he stepped away from the spotlight for about five years. And he's trying to come back with this, magnum opus to himself and he's going to reclaim his throne as the number one pianist and there's a lot of stress and anxiety surrounded around his performance because he's going to perform it live for the first time for everyone and to add all the insult to injury there is a black male loom over his head with him being uh, at the piano the night of his concert with a sniper at his head, telling him if he misses one note, him and his family are dead. Wow. And then you have to see how the movie plays out. It is really, really interesting. Um, you know, I go for my thrillers <laughs> and shockers, and this definitely would take you on a journey. Mm. Wow, awesome. that sounds interesting. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I saw a movie this weekend that just blew my mind. So I finally saw um, Buyer's Club. Oh yeah, and okay. I, I I can't believe it. That movie, the, the physical transformation of Matthew McConaughey and what's the other gentleman's name? Jared Leto. Um, I mean, I I can't I can't wrap my mind around. It. I can pull it online, <laughs> looking at the real picture, looking. I mean, it's amazing the physical trans. They should have won just because of that. Forget the acting. 
I just could not believe that they transformed that much. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, I'm so shocked. I'm pulling you, up. You have like, to always give it give it up to those actors and actresses that take it there, that go there with it. They re- they really throw themselves so. into the art and become the character. I yeah. mean, it looks nothing like themselves. It is just amazing how they transform themselves and into those characters. I mean, it's amazing, oh, yeah. and they deserve, they deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think Matthew was on a diet of just a, a bowl of tapioca pudding a day. I think that's what he said. That was all he ate for his role mm-hmm. to get prepped for it. So oh I don't think God. I could do that, but uh, it definitely paid off. Yeah. It was made yeah. off he made for that movie, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything, anything coming out that you all look forward to? Uh, I'm taking a look at this Divergent movie, which kind of similar, looks like a kind of a Hunger Games style movie. Um, I'm not sure I understand it completely, but it looks like it's a future world where people are kind of separated in their different, like, mental, uh, their different classes, I guess. You know, if you're more of like a peaceful person, you go to this class. If you're more of, Mm -hmm. you know, an intellectual person. And so this main girl, and it's based on a book series that's really popular and has a few books out, so I know it'll probably be fine and it's special and it'll probably become a series. Uh, but it looks, the trailer, I saw the trailer this weekend in front of 300, and it looked pretty interesting and looked like it'll be a kind of a good Hunger Games replacement since uh, Hunger Games should be winding down here in the next year or so. Mm. Okay. Wow. You good? Uh, there's definitely a couple that I'm looking forward to. Um, there's a movie coming out called Blood Ties. Um, you know, I'm into my thrillers, <laughs> my murder mysteries. Um, basically, it's about uh, a family who is hiding secrets, as they normally do, but there's a lot of mild play in it. And there's also a uh, a secret element of a uh, <laughs> a special star that's going to be Unseen. Okay. okay. There's going to be um, an actress that they're not telling who's going to be who's going to appear in the movie. It's like a surprise, and I'm suspecting that it's going to be someone who hasn't been in the movie in a while. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that okay. good. I just thought that was weird for marketing, so it it caught me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't All do right. that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't, definitely don't. And uh, Alan, still watching your Netflix? I know you're 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 a lover of Netflix. Oh yeah, I'm still watching it. Um, something I saw recently, and actually I don't know if it's on Netflix, so I'm cheating a little bit. But um, it's another cult classic, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. But just in case you haven't, is The Warriors. And um, if you don't know what that story is, it's about a, a gang in New York that they all kind of convert. All these gangs in New York converge on a meeting. And in this meeting, someone, the leader of the Convergence, gets uh, shot. And everything's pinned on the Warriors. And the Warriors, this gang from Coney Island. So they have to work their way all the way up from the Bronx down to Coney Island while all these rival gangs are coming after them. Um, it's a cult classic. It's, it's really fun. You get a good eye of New York in the 70s, which uh, I don't remember New York in the 70s, but it was definitely graffiti-filled. A subways. It was it was a dark kind of grimy city, and mm-hmm. um, it does a good job. The movie is it's kind of an it's an adventure tale of how they get to get back to their home 
because they're in foreign territory surrounded by enemies. Um, okay. And I liked it. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I would definitely check it out. Uh, you, you, um, yeah, it's good. I have nothing bad to say about the movie. Okay. I have a question, Adam. I'm sorry, Steve. I yeah. have a question for Adam. Uh, do you collect movies? Uh, I used to, but now with Netflix, I find there's no reason to. Like, Okay. Well, just, the reason yeah. that I'm asking is because how would you go about collecting a movie that's out of print that would not be on Netflix? Uh, have you tried? I mean, I've, I've used eBay in the past. Um, okay. And if you can't find it off eBay, you just have to do a little bit more scouring on the Internet. Um, usually eBay, if they don't have it, you might find a place where someone got it from, like a website that they might have gotten stuff from, and then it kind of leads down the rabbit hole of finding stuff. But, yeah, uh, that's usually my best option. Okay. All right. Well, guys, as always, we definitely appreciate you, and uh, have a great week. We'll talk next week, okay? Thank Thank you, sir. Have a good night. Absolutely. All right. So, Aaron, what's going on? What up, what up? Yo, this is truly a live radio event because I have just got finished eating dinner and I'm taking out the trash. So if you hear me opening up doors, going into the garage, bear with me. Thanks for the public announcement. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's so how was everybody's up? weekend? It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. How was yours? Oh, good. It was good. Um, the um, weather's finally warmed up here. Yeah, yeah. I know you all got snow last week, didn't you? Oh, yeah, snow and ice and all all that crazy stuff. Yeah, exactly. So what's going on in the world of uh, sports? Wow, sports. Well, the Lakers shocked, shocked me by um, beating Oklahoma City yesterday. Okay. So I think, um, yeah, that's that 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 right there in itself was just crazy. Um, March Madness is in full effect. Conference right. championships are um, are actually being played as as, as we speak. Um, let's see, football. Oh, Baltimore Ravens, man. More players are are getting in trouble off the field. What's going on? Um, up, you know, up, up in Baltimore, um, Ja, Ja Reed um, was arrested over the weekend. He's a, um, he's a Baltimore, he's a, a Baltimore Raven player. He got arrested down in, um, in Key, Key West, Florida, for a misdemeanor assault charge. So, I'm going to follow, follow that story and see what's what what's going on there. Um, other than that, man, sports has been kind of light right now. It's kind of yeah. that, you know, um, March, the beginning of March, not this week. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of whack right now. So, hope hopefully more um, good news will 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 happen next week. But as of right now, that's it. That's all I got to really say. All right. And where can we? Uh, where can they follow you? Everyone following you? Oh, follow me. Let's see. Please, people, stop following me. Please, please. I'm a little something. Um, Aaron Cosby, Facebook. Aaron Cosby, Twitter. Aaron Cosby, Instagram. Um, I'm only at um three. So follow me, please. Say what's up. Right. Say say hi. Whatever. 
<laughs> All right, then, Ryan. Have a good week, okay? You too, Miss Parker. Have a good one. Janaris, it's all yours. You too, A Ron. Thank you, A Ron. How's it going, Miss Ferguson? What's going on, Steven? What's going on, Miss Parker? Hey, what's yep. up? How was your birthday? Oh, it was great. It was great. I'm still celebrating. Oh, <laughs> How was so yours? Fun. It was great. It was great. You know, I love birthdays. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. What you got for us? I have a couple of things for you guys this evening, I'm so happy to say. Um, more than last week. Um, and everything that I have is um, it's just all for spring. So I'm so happy that they're starting to do their sales for spring items. So I'll go ahead and get started. Um, huh? Just in time for swimsuit season, Victoria's Secret is uh, having a sale. And they're having a sale on all of their swimwear. And if you uh, go ahead and shop, you can save $10 off of a $50 swim purchase, $15 off of a $75 swim purchase, or $25 off of a $100 swim purchase. So that's not bad, especially for Victoria's Secret, who never wants to put their swim, you know, swim stuff on sale until after the season is over with. So that's really good. Um, Piper Lime is having a sale, and I know you guys often hear me talk about Piper Lime. Um, they are an affiliate of GAP, Banana Republic, and O'Navy. Well, um, they're having a sale um, now through tomorrow. And if you shop there now through tomorrow, you can save 25% off of styles under $150. And because this is an online-only store, you need to use code CHIC at checkout. So that's uh, C-H-I-C. The GAP um, now through tomorrow is also having a sale. Again, this is an affiliate uh, Piper Lime and Sale, just guys, we're telling you guys about. Um, they're having a sale, and if you shop now through tomorrow, you can get 30% off of all pants. Um, and if you're shopping online, you need to use code PANTS. J. Crew selling all women's apparel um, and accessories, and of course, this is for regular priced items. But if you shop there now, you can get 25% off of women's apparel and accessories. Um, Express is also having a sale, and this is for everyone. Um, they're having a spring sale, and this ends on Thursday. So um, if you shop there, you can get 15% off of your $30 purchase, $30 off of your $75 purchase, 60% or 60% off of your $150 purchase. Plus, you can get 40% off of all tees. Then on top of that, you can get buy one, get one, 50% off of all shorts. And then on top of that, you can get 30% off of all shoes. So they're having quite a sale at Express. Of course, you know Express is for guys and girls. Uh, the Limited is having a buy one, get one free sale, um, which is, you know, you know, I love to hear the word free whenever it comes to any, any type of clothing item. Um, they're having a buy one, get one free sale on all jackets, pants, skirts, and dresses. Plus, you can get 30% off of all other full-price items. And, of course, that buy one, get one free is on full-priced um, or regular-priced items. Um, Air Apostles having a uh, sale now through the 19th, and that is that you can get 10% off of your $50 purchase. Uh, Macy's is having a home closeout sale, um, and basically, like they have a lot, they, they've discounted a lot of home items like, uh, you know, dinnerware, flatware, bedding, towels, all types of home goods, and um, if you shop there now, you can you can get forty to seventy percent off the original price. 
which isn't bad. Um, they they have uh, great, uh, you know, bed spreads and sheets. And you know, if you like the high quality sheets, you know, this is a great time to get that from Macy's. Um, and they still have tons of things left. Uh, Brookstone, you know, Brookstone is like a little gadget store. You can get all types of, um, you know, massage items or gadgets for your phone. It's just, you know, a great gadget store. Where they're having a warehouse clearance sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 20 to 88% off of clearance items. Plus, you can get $20 off of your purchase of $99 or more. And uh, last but not least, uh, what sale is having a buy one, get one 50% off the entire site and store. So uh, just go ahead and uh, log on to what sale or go into the mall to shop because it's still, still going on. So you do have a little bit of time. And that's all that I have for this evening. Okay, and they can find all that on budgetshopaholic.com? They surely can. Okay, sounds great. Thank you, okay. Ms. Person. As always, have a great week. Thank you, you too. All right. And uh, Ms. Parker, we won't go into entertainment news because the comedian is going to be talking about uh, some of the things in the headline. But yeah, I do want to talk about, yeah, but I do want to talk about the question of the day, and I want your opinion before we read some of the responses. Um, the question of the day. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think it's, it depends. I'm, I'm not the right person to ask. I think it depends on everybody's character. So, no, right. I guess not necessarily always a cheater. Once a cheater, always a cheater. So I guess my answer would be no. I don't believe that. So the, the question for everyone who's listening is, true or false, once a cheater, always a cheater. And you were saying, Ms. Parker, and I agree. I, I don't think that it's a blanketed answer for everyone. I think it depends on the person. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think but, people you know, people change. Just look back your life five years ago and how much you've right. changed and matured and things you learned from and corrected in your life. So, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it depends on the person's true character. I agree. I agree. Let's read some of the comments before we go to commercial break. Uh, Rashad said he would say false. He, 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 he said once a cheater, always a cheater, false. Uh, Sash the Collins said anyone that has the ability to change if they really want to. Um, Jay Ferguson said not always a cheater. I agree with Sash. If you want to change, you can. You must understand once you lose trust in someone, it will be hard to regain that trust back. Um, Michelle Nicole said no, not always. Anyone can change. I think some people don't have it in them to stay monogamous, and others cheat due to the situation. James Green said, true indeed. He believes that once you do cheat, you're always a cheater. Uh, Chico Hammond said, he raised his hand empathetically. He said, trust him. Change is possible. It just not be with you. Uh, Printlow Wallace said, true, so very true. Desiree Anderson said, false. People can change. Sometimes they cheat because of the issues in the relationship. Tangelo, EOTM, Tangelo Bell said false. Jasmine said false. I said I, I said I agree it's false, but it depends on the person. We kind of discussed. Uh, Tangelo says the person in the situation. Depends on the person's situation. And Gerald said not a true statement. Anyone with a genuine desire to change can. He said he did. Uh, Tony said false. He had a bad choice in the decision doesn't make the whole life, make your whole life. Karen said, depends on the person, she is reformed. And there's some other comments that uh, will definitely, uh, if you want to go on our Facebook page or Twitter, tweet us what you think. Do you think that once a cheater, always a cheater? True or false, let us know. Let's take a quick commercial break and be right back after this. You're listening to 
The Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to The Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steve and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. While we wait for our uh, comedians to come in, we're a little early today, I'm going to play some music for you all to vibe out to while we are uh, waiting for our guests. Right back after this. Get Powerhouse Wolf Entertainment's artist Ron Anthony's love-making song, Home Tonight. Let's stay home tonight with The One You Love, produced by Blue Wolf Paul Pato. Download the single now on iTunes, Amazon, and all major stores. R-A-H-N-A-N-T-H-O-N-I. This will make you grow in love. This is from the forthcoming CD on Wolf Entertainment. You can check out other songs, including inspirational and dance music by this artist, on www.wolfentertainment.com.au. Let's get back to making love.
Welcome back. Everyone loves a good laugh, and we certainly are no different. With so much going on in the world today, we decided to ask some of our favorite comedians to help us weigh in on some of the current hottest topics. Please help me welcome Anton Knight, Deanna Lynn, and Pedro Lee. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, hey what's going, going on, y'all? Yeah, so we get to laugh tonight. I'm excited about that. So let's go through uh, each comedian. Tell us about your background and, you know, what you have going on, where we can follow you kind of thing. So I'll start with you, Anton. I know that you're uh, Miss Parker's cousin. Tell us about you. What's up, Anton? What's happening, <laughs> cousin? <laughs> uh, what's going on, Stephen, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh Part of me, born and raised right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, been doing comedy now professionally for about five years. Um, I basically got into comedy as a crutch. I was a fat kid. I didn't get a neck till I was like 17 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so I was always made fun of, but I knew I could always make people laugh so they would be my friend. So I'm pretty much still doing comedy now just to make friends. Mm. Okay. You know, okay. So other than that, uh, I don't know what else y'all want to know. Um, I perform all over Vegas. I travel every now and again. Um, last major show I did was in West Virginia. I'm, you know, I'm still on the Chitlin circuit right now. But uh, <laughs> I got uh, an opportunity to fly out to West Virginia on Spirit Airlines for a round trip ticket of about nine dollars and seventy five cents. So that was interesting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was just happy to still be alive and still do what, you know, I'm supposed to be doing. I know. I know. I, I've had that experience. I thought I'll never fly out of them again. And sh- I'm, no offense here, but that was, that was a good, good experience. Okay. And Anton, are you on social media? Where, where can people follow you, keep up with you? Yeah, go on. Oh, I'm uh, Comedian Anton Knight on Facebook. Uh, I want to say I'm Comedian Anton Knight on Instagram, too. Um, my memory ain't too sharp, but uh, I post pictures of food that I want, that I microwave all the time on Instagram. So, you know, ladies, if you want a, a man that can cook, I might not be the one for you. But if you're looking for some, you know, a quick, you know, hot pocket or two, maybe some noodles or something, I got you. I got pictures of noodles and hot links and all that on there. Uh, Anton, keep laughing on Twitter. I, you know, I tweet every now and again. And um, I want to say that's pretty much it. I did have a Black Panther page back in uh, 2000, 2001. I still probably got some bathroom selfies up on Black Planet if you want to check those Black out. Black Throwback. Yeah, Throwback. I'm, uh, I'm just regular anti-night on there because, you know, I really wasn't funny. If you want to see fat pictures of me, I'm still on there taking pictures in the bathroom with, uh, you know, uh, a flip phone. So y'all can check that out, too. All right. And Deanna, our lady on the panel, tell us a little about your background, how you got uh, got into comedy and, and what you have going on. Okay. I am comedian Deanna Lynn, and I am from New Jersey, the Bronson County area, born and raised in Willingboro. And I am currently getting ready to make a super-duper faith power move to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-oh. To, um, to further to further my comedy career. I've been you know, I've been on the Chitlin circuit, me and Anton been on the Chitlin circuit for a few minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been on the tip the circuit for about five years, so that's why I'm trying to step out and make my, you know, make my name really known. So I'm about to go to Georgia in June. I'm a mother of twin boys that are 16, and that is definitely a struggle with teenage uh, boys. So, you know, I have no hair because I done pulled it all oh. out. <laughs> I can imagine. And, <laughs> and you can follow me on social media as well. I am D Lynn. The DA Comedian on Twitter and on Instagram, D. Linda Comedian on Twitter and Instagram, and I don't want you to be on my Facebook because it's personal. Right. It's personal. Pedro, Pedro Lee, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Steven? How's it going, everybody? Pretty good, pretty good. Tell us about your background, how you got to do what you do, and where we can follow. Oh, my background, I'm a um, stand-up comedian. Uh, I think it's just a five-year thing because I've been also doing it, like, around five years. Okay. I write sketches, and I do improv, and I act. Um, how I got into doing comedy, uh, like, self-esteem issues, I guess, like everybody else, I guess. I just <laughs> like to make people, like, like laugh and stuff. And that's basically it. No formula to my madness. You can follow me at... Okay. Um, any social media site, Pedro Lee, you'll find me. All right. So let me ask you before we get into the hot topic, has anyone ever, you know, been performing and just bombed? Like no one's laughing, no one's – has that ever happened? Because like, I don't imagine how that feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, who you want to answer first? Because um, who is – is Anton? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Anton. I can honestly say if a comedian that calls themselves a comedian has never told you that they have bombed, they are mm. lying to you. Mm. I bombed yesterday. It happens. <laughs> you yeah. try to mature yeah. out. You know, if it were cool, if it doesn't, it doesn't. I can't honestly say that as a comic you cannot be afraid to bomb because well, yeah. you don't grow if you don't fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what do you do when you're up there? And because I think you can, like you know, I, I sing, so I know, like if I hit a wrong note or you know, it's you know, it's kind of embarrassing. But if you're up there, so you know when you're not really uh, connecting with the audience. What do you do in that moment? I kind of cut mine a little bit short. <laughs> cut it short. <laughs> cut it short because I can't. I absolutely, I have no idea what to do because. I think I might have bombed maybe three or four times. Like, never got booed, but never, right. you know, I've never gotten booed, but you know uh-huh. that you're bombing even if you don't get booed. Okay. If they're not laughing and they're just looking at you like, yeah. all right, bye, that's what I say. All right, my time is up, I think, for yours. And then I drop the mic and I exit. Yeah. yeah. drop the mic like Randy Watts. Hey, Patrick, <laughs> you ever, never happened to you? Oh man, I never got booed, but I got the silent treatment though. And oh no, <laughs> the silent oh, no. treatment—you at least with a boo, you can respond to a boo. But when they looking at you and they start observing you, you be like, "Damn, this five minutes feel like I've been up here for two hours." Exactly. You know, coming back for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I started. Yeah, I started doing comedy in church, so it was hard for me to really figure out if I was funny or not because people would laugh at me at church just to keep from going to hell. So I really had to 
get in front of a real crowd of people that didn't really care about going to hell or not or already knew they was going. So <laughs> I really had to figure out the truth about this comedy right. thing and figure out, okay, do I have it or do I not have it? You know, I've never been oh, booed, right. thank God. But, yeah, right. I, I've had the silent treatment, like my man said. And yeah. you just know you got to gauge your crowd, man. you gotta, you got to give your crowd what they want sometimes other than, you know, right. just doing what you think is funny. Okay. Well, let's get into some of these hot topics. All right, so the script I want to talk about, I don't know if you uh, heard this in the news last week, but there was a teenager, and she was an honorable student, um, honorable student in private school. And she was not following her parents' rules, and so she, they kicked her out the house. And she moved in with one of her close friends and their family. And her dad, who was a retired police officer, said he's no longer, no longer going to uh, pay her private school tuition, and he's definitely not paying her college tuition. So she's suing her parents, parents for uh, the rest of the high school tuition for private school, she sued them for her upcoming college tuition and for her living expenses. All right, we'll start with you, Anton. Your take on that, what, what, on that story. Um, okay, well, I'm a product of uh, the streetlight curfew, number one, and I never really was an honorable <laughs> student or nothing like that, so I cannot say that, you know, my punishment wasn't warranted. At the end of the day... <laughs> I'm pretty sure with grades like that, she was smart enough to know when she was supposed to be home. Right. But do I think that's kind of harsh? Uh, yeah. Would I sue my mom and daddy for my tuition? Mm, probably, yeah. Just because I could probably win. I could possibly win. I don't think I would take it to the fullest extent of, like, court. I'd probably go to, like, Joe Math- Judge Mathis or something. And see what I could right. do. You know, on that level. Okay. But okay. You know, yeah, that's that's some that's deep, man. Like she knew what time okay. she was supposed to be home, though. I can't say that. Right, right, right. Then, uh, Pastor, you want to weigh in? Yeah. Well, um, unfortunately, oh, you know it. So, no, you got it, ladies. Go, go. Well, first of all, I don't think that she should be rewarded for getting good grades in the beginning. I don't know where these parents came up with this idea that you should get a $5 for every A and all of that other foolishness. You're supposed to go to school to get good grades because that's your reasonable service. That's what you're supposed to do. And so her being on an honor roll or anything like that, I don't think that that's a big deal. That's what you're supposed to go to school to get good grades. That's just A number. That's the first thing. Then the second thing is who in the world told her that she's not going to follow the rules of our house. Yeah. And you think you want to take me to court? I'm putting you in private school because that's what I want to do. Take you behind the public school and get whatever education you can possibly get. College, that's extra. After 18, I'm not responsible for you. Right, yeah. <laughs> after, 18, after 18, if I decide that I'm going to help you go to college, because my kids, I'm not paying for college. If you don't get a scholarship, then you're just not going. <laughs> That's just me. I, I mean, judge me if you want to. I'm not paying for my kids to go to college because, by law, I'm responsible for you till you're 18. And after that, anything that I choose to do for you after that is gravy. So that's my that's my take on it. I'm not doing that. And she All would right. be out of my house, and she would just live with the friends. 
Go get a job. Go to public school. Yeah. Pedro? <laughs> yeah, she's spoiled, man. She want to hang with her friends. Her friends should take care of her. And she, I wouldn't do anything for her. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. She she told them people were her own people. How you going to tell the cops and sue your family? That's just ridiculous. I got kicked out many times, man. I, I wouldn't even waste my time trying to sue my parents because, like, I'm honest, it, it's, it's after 18, whatever they, they do for it's like, yo, I'm hooking you up because I knew you for a long time. Right, they, right, they right. For her. <laughs> so they do it for a long time. Her parents, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I get it, I get it. So every time I want to say that she should sue, she should sue, sue and win. Don't win. Uh, I mean, I would, I would just for the, just for the fact that. Uh, the, oh, my question: Was she black? No, no, of course not. Because you won't black. Kind of <laughs> yeah, I would, I would do no, it just to be black. the first she black person to sue their parents. We would be, we would yeah, be afraid what? to even crack our lips to say something like that to our parents. <laughs> um, I know I wouldn't get nothing from suing my mama no way, like. Exactly. Like that's, that's we ain't different. got nothing. We ain't. Go, how many of exactly. us went to private school? Like I got the George Foreman grill already. How many of our parents paid for college? How many of our parents paid for college? None of us. Right. That's the case. That's right true. There. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on to the to the next topic. So I know the last few years, so last years has been a lot of conversation over the over the N word. You know whether or not people should use it, should be buried, who should use it. That's one of my favorite words. I'm about to say the same thing. I love it. Okay. All right. Why is it? Because it's such a truthful word when it's used the right way. And it describes a lot of people very well. And that's a true statement. You know, sometimes you can't call somebody nothing but the N word. Like Exactly. A lot of cats I know that that you just look at them and just be, yeah, that, that right that yeah, you, you one of them right there. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, I don't even know if I can say the word on the air right now. I want to say it now just because we're talking about it. I think we can say it. I, That's I how much of the N-word I am. Right. right. That's what you are. You're a self-proclaiming word. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it, it, it is what it is. Sometimes right, you right. got to say it. White people got to say yeah, it when they call windows rolled up sometimes. I understand. <laughs> you said they got to call the windows up. <laughs> they got to roll the windows up and say it every now and then when their favorite song come on. So let me you ask know, you a question. Why did you see Young Jeezy come on? You know, I don't think some white people really, really like that song. My right. N-word. But they won't say it unless they call windows is rolled up. But let me tell exactly. you this. And I, I, I've been seeing this, like, on social media that a lot of, Caucasian teenagers, they've been calling each other that word. Um, and, you know, I think they've, they've, probably, they've taken out the, you know, the pain behind or whatever the case may be, but they call each other. Like I was watching these fights on uh, one of the social medias, and they were calling each other the N-word. How do you feel about that? Personally, Are you acting like N-words at the time? I don't have a problem with it because I know that my my children have some – Caucasian friends, and I've heard them say it, but it's not in the same connotation as we were saying it back right. in the day or as we were raised on it 
but now it's just a word. It's not. It doesn't even mean the same thing as people are trying to portray it to mean the same thing as it did hundreds of years ago. Mm. Okay. 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 Pedro, you were saying something? Oh uh, no. Um, I'm, I'm just in word out. I, I don't. I, I don't even say it no more. It's not like a self righteous thing. I just don't say it. I just said it too much and heard it too much. So it really. I, I mean. So, in the 90s alone, summertime, at least a thousand times a day. So I'm just in word out. So it really yeah. doesn't mean anything to me anymore. <laughs> okay. Ed Todd, did you say what you had to say? Um, uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, here's the thing. Other than doing comedy, I actually uh, I work in corrections. So okay. you're talking to somebody. I get called the N-word every day by some drunk white person. <laughs> You know, my grandmama called me the N word just because she knew I was gonna hear it coming up. So oh, wow. it was kinda of like one of those things where, you know, you can't jump on every white person for saying. You know, do yeah. I think a lot of people put too much on the word? Yes I do. Do I believe that it comes from a negative place and it was used at one point in time to keep us down as people? Yes I do. But at the end of the day, if a white boy wanna call another white boy one of them, if they acting like one of them, then it is what it is. It to me kind of takes away from the N word being used in context to color versus a person's actual action. Okay, Bye. I get that. I get that. Okay. All right. Our next topic. So you know, Chris Brown, he's had his uh, legal issues. You know, he had the, you know, beating up Rihanna years ago, uh, getting in. Throwing the the window, I mean, the, the the door. Uh, sorry, the chair at the window. I, I think it was ABC, uh, the, the Good Morning America, and then he had the, you know, the fight with Frank Ocean and Drake and all these things. Well, anyway, recently, you know, he went to rehab uh, for anger management, and he was diagnosed bipolar. Do you think that 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 that, that, that him being diagnosed bipolar? Do you think that kind of Gives gives him a pass on some of his previous behavior. I don't truly, I don't truly believe there is a such thing as bipolar. I think that's just something that people made up, that doctors made up, so they can put you on some meds. Just like ADD. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't believe. I, I honestly and truthfully, because he should, he just be wild. I just believe Chris Brown just be wild, and his mommy put his put her foot in his butt enough when he was young. And now he don't know how to act because he done got a couple of dollars. He done got some coins, and now he don't know how to act. And that's all it is. That's just what I believe it is. Now everybody's bipolar because you, cause you don't know how to control your, your anger, and you don't know how to control this. One day you're up, one day you're down. Now all of a sudden you're bipolar. What was it years ago? Now yeah. you're bipolar? Okay. I don't believe that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anton, Pedro? <laughs> I don't think he's bipolar because when you bipolar, you flip out on anybody. He flipped out on people like Rihanna, Frank Ocean, Drake. I mean, he's very selective. He's a selective bipolar person. <laughs> like you know, casters, he flip out on chairs and windows. He's very selective to be a bipolar person. Okay. okay. He ain't bipolar. He, he just got beef with people. <laughs> exactly. Right. He got beat. He got beat. Yeah, he got beat. Chris Brown. Chris Brown crazy as hell. Chris Brown got all that talent, and he's 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 not channeling it where it needs to go. Like, 
Mm-hmm. He he just need to focus on his craft, in my personal opinion, and and quit tripping with people. Like you ain't got to put you know you ain't got to put hands on everybody. I think he's just trying to prove that light skinned people can still be tough. And you ain't got to prove that. Like we good, man. Like we we holding it down. You know. So in my personal opinion, I just think you know all the tattoos and you know this bad boy image. You know, it's a front. Like, yeah, you got your little trouble with the law or whatever, and you could have went either way. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you ain't got to prove that light-skinned people ain't soft, man. Like, we good. Just just do your music, sing your little songs, do your little dances, and and, and just kick back and enjoy the good life. You're not a thug, man. Like, yeah. you're not fooling. Tattoos don't make you tough. I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is, but... You know, bipolar? No, you just crazy as hell. You got too much money and too much time on your hands. Well, speaking of uh, bad boys, Justin Bieber is the self-proclaimed bad boy now. You know, he had the the run into Miami. Uh, you know, he had the incident <laughs> where he was throwing the eggs eggs at his neighbor's home. Uh, and then I don't know if you saw recently he was in um, being he was talking to a judge and it's very disrespectful. Oh, they were doing like, did you see that? Yeah, so so what do you think about Justin Bieber? Is, is Justin Bieber? Because someone said Justin Bieber is being an N word. What do y'all think about Justin Bieber? <laughs> um, he's being real N word ish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, did Blake Griffin slap him at a Starbucks? Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I heard about. I heard Blake Griffin, the the, the most light skinnedest of all light skinned people. Skinnedest. <laughs> Light skinnedness is gonna be a word on the show today. Um it's gonna be special. <laughs> that was that was the last room I heard about Chris Brown. As far as him, you know, cussing out the judge, uh, I mean not Chris Brown, I'm sorry, uh Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Uh you know, I ain't heard nothing about him cussing out the judge or nothing like that, but I did hear he got the taste knocked out of his mouth by Blake Grip in a Starbucks. <laughs> mm. Blake yeah, I, a I saw him. in his hand. I saw him wow. this to, this morning on um with the deposition with the judge, and he was very disrespectful, right. uh-huh. very, yeah. very disrespectful. But it just was, it was like you could tell that he was being fake. Like, what you're doing, you don't even look real. Like, you don't even look real trying to be disrespectful. You look dumb. Like, it <laughs> didn't even, like, it, it wasn't even believable. Like, his whole demeanor and his whole mannerisms and everything, it didn't even look believable. He just looked stupid. He just looked dumb. And then he's like trying to change his voice, trying to be like all hard in his voice. Like, what? What you talking about? Like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pedro, I think Justin Bieber on his tour bus watching not a a lot of Netflix movies, and he's trying to emulate them because I mean, he's not he's not built like that. I mean, he thinks he's tough by egg in a house. That's some old Animal House um, movie type stuff. Mm-hmm. And the judge, right. he probably watched when Tupac was strutting out the courtroom, and it's just not in him. He, he, I don't. He need a handler. That's what he needs. And he exactly. thinks he can get away with it because he got the um, complexion for protection. So he's gonna get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'll right, go to our think... next stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was honestly gonna say I think both. Chris Brown and Justin Bieber need to realize that this fame and fortune and all that, that's not promised. It's here today, gone tomorrow. Yep. You know, yeah. look at you know, look at Cat Williams, look at 
you know, people that had their 15 minutes of fame and now they ain't nowhere to be seen. You was on the top of the world mm-hmm. one minute, you know, and you let, you know, the world get to you and you start trying to be this person that you know you shouldn't be and you know that you're not. And, you know, just as quick as people can love you, your fans can turn on you in a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. That's true. That is true. And Chris really really needs to realize it because of the simple fact that they received him back after that whole Rihanna thing, and you might not get another, you might not get another comeback like you got, and, you know, people received you back into society and back into the industry, you know, after, you know, you apologized and all of that. It was a minute, but they took you back, but don't be dumb all over again. Right. Yeah. Bobby Brown's still trying to make a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Vi Brown, Vi Brown, he said he was diagnosed bipolar, but he marijuana is what helps him. Let's talk about legal legalizing marijuana. We know they did it uh, in Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. Uh, what are your thoughts on legal legalizing marijuana? Let's move to Colorado. <laughs> Do you think it should be legalized in all fifty states? I don't believe yeah. that. No, I don't. I think that'd be out of control. Okay. Now, why? Why you say that? I just think everybody would just be high for free. <laughs> I think it would just. Yeah. I think it would just be out of control. I think it would just be just total mayhem. All over. Wow. Like you can you can barely you can barely keep drunk drivers under control. So now you drunk and you smoke a weed and trying to drive. <laughs> but we'll say this. I, I um. saw <laughs> CNN had a special about marijuana, right? And uh, they showed people, they they were showing examples of people driving under the influence of marijuana. And people who did chain smoke marijuana, I mean, they were going in and out them cones, backwards, forwards. There was the people who, you know, sometimes you, they were running over cones, you know, laughing and all that stuff. But, but the people who, who, you know, that's what they do. I mean, they were in and out them cones, make U-turns and parallel parking. Ghost riding. Right, right. <laughs> Ghost riding. Uh, Ghost riding. Yeah. Um, I can, okay, I'm hiding now. Listen. People that smoke weed, mayhem is the furthest thing from their mind. You too mm. hungry to do anything real, real <laughs> crazy and erratic. Right. I'm not talking it's about people that smoke weed on a regular basis. I'm talking about oh, talking people that just going to start smoking weed just because they can. Mm. Oh, I'm not talking you, about you the regular weed heads. I'm talking about <laughs> the jokers that just going to be able to smoke now because they can. Because it's legal, right, yeah. Exactly. Those are the ones you got to worry about. Because <laughs> the, the ones that smoke weed all the time, they already smoking. They already in society. We gotta worry about them new ones coming up trying to smoke. <laughs> I think the world will be more because surprised if you oh, no. on the regular. You think what? I think the world will be like if they did legalize weed. I think a lot of people would be surprised at the people that been smoking weed before they legalized weed. Right. Who would come out the woodworks? Because <laughs> I know some, I know some pastors be high as a kite. I ain't gonna lie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are crazy. I mean, I think, 
talking about, oh, I've been up since 4 o'clock in the morning studying. Nah, dude, your eyes is low because you was puff, puff passing. Yeah, you get, a little bit, get that visine up in you, you be just fine. Exactly. Some people focus a lot more and a lot better when they're hot. Yeah. Now, I had That's a friend true. that was in school, that I was in school with, and he said that he had to smoke to study because it made him concentrate. I could see that. i seen how high. <laughs> he was dead serious. Like, what? I, I was confused there, but he was dead serious when he told me that. All right, let's talk about our last, our last topic. Uh, dating in 2014. I don't know who's married, who's single, or not. But what are your thoughts on dating uh, in the, you know, today's day, today's age? Oh, I think it's the easiest thing in the world right now. It's the best time to date because <laughs> you can just request somebody, and you got their whole like profile and background, and you don't got It's easy investigation work. What social media? Yeah, I'm, I come from back in the day when you actually had to call somebody on the phone mm-hmm. and they always had, like, brothers and sisters or something, and you'd be like, hey, can I speak to Tasha or whatever? Who is this? Now you got to be um, – it, it was just too much hassle. Now you could just friend request, and you see them, see everything. That's it's true. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Who, who else? <laughs> I want to answer. I think just be, I just think, I think just be a side join, and Word. then you don't have no responsibility. Oh, so you? So <laughs> you think it's necessary? <laughs> hey, to be the just jump be a, off. Just be a side join. Just be a side join, and I ain't even necessarily saying be a jump off because the jump off is just is just sticking and moving. A side join, yeah, you do get a little bit of amenities. You get a couple of amenities being a side join, but <laughs> I say be a side join and go home. And, and that's it. No responsibilities. I just want. I just. Want, that's it. Mm-mm. I don't want to be. I don't want to date. I don't want to do all that extra unless I feel like it. You're right. There's a lot of people that have never been the main person. Word. Never been. I'm happy. I'm happy being the side N word. <laughs> exactly. The side N word. Right. Hey, I'll be the side N word. Like here's the thing. Like we live in a society of the side chick. Yeah. yeah. Right. So ain't no date no more. There's, there is no dating anymore. You just wake up one day and next thing you know, you're in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. You go to a person twice, y'all go together. Like, that's how that works now. Exactly. It ain't no courting. I'm not taking you out. You're going to watch this red box movie. I'm going to give you this massage, and it's about to go down. It ain't no dinner and a movie and let's go bowling and all the stuff, you know, we grew up kind of doing. You know, we, that there is none of that no more. It's like, hey, girl, I got Netflix. Yeah. You can come up over here. We can kick back. <laughs> you know, I got this fantasy, and we can go ahead on and get it in. What about what about Internet dating? Because I was watching it. It's a new show they had on TV yesterday and uh, about Internet dating, you know, people meeting on Internet and finally meeting in person on dates. And I mean, it was a train wreck. What are your thoughts about Internet dating? Well, I met my husband on MySpace. Oh. <laughs> I met my baby mama on BlackFolkNews.com. <laughs> you bet your baby mama where? On BlackFolkNews.com. Actually, it was on called InWordMeet.com. <laughs> I guess it doesn't work then. <laughs> well, no, that's why she's my baby mama. That's it. We ain't together no more. Well, y'all met. 
Yo, bless with me. So, uh, what what are, your, what are your final thoughts on the conversation tonight? The final thought? This was fun. Yeah. Was I got to get a lot of stuff off my chest. I appreciate it. there. <laughs> so, let's go around one more time. Tell us, you know, you know, introduce yourself, where to follow you, and, uh, you know, kind of your closing. Start with you, Anton. Uh, yeah, this is Anton Knight calling out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, ATL, I'm coming out there real soon. I need some work. I need some friends. I'm going to make y'all laugh and show y'all what this kind of thing is all about. Got a lot of love for y'all. I need Atlanta Facebook friends as well. Um, Comedian Anton Knight on Facebook. Comedian Anton Knight on Instagram. Like I said, I got high links and high pocket pictures. And, uh, What's the other one? Twitter. Anton Keep Laughing on Twitter. K E E P L A F F I N on the Twitter sphere. All right. And Deanna? I am comedian Deanna Lynn from New Jerusalem. And like I said earlier, I'm getting ready to move to Atlanta in June. And I am I am D Lynn D E L Y N D A comedian on Twitter and D E L Y N D A comedian on Instagram. Follow me. All right, and Pedro. Hey, I'm Pedro Lee, um, and you can follow me at the Pedro Lee at Twitter dot com, or you can go on my website Pedro Lee dot com, and you can follow all of my social media thing. Or just take Pedro Lee. I'm the only black Pedro Lee. I'll come up. <laughs> And Pedro Lee, I want to thank y'all all three for coming on and, and just spending some time with us. I wish y'all nothing but the best in your uh, your comedic careers and and uh, you know come back on the Stephen Knight Show. Definitely go to head back. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for right. anytime, man. I'm gonna definitely call back and participate in another show. I got to go ahead on charge this phone and uh, probably <laughs> upgrade my cell phone. Man. <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all have a good night. Bye, Bye, cousin. Bye, cousin. More information we can find out about our comedians tonight. Go on our Facebook page, The Stephen Knight Show, and we'll be right back after this. Procom Voices is your complete resource for finding professional voiceover talent for all types of projects radio and TV, flash, corporate video narrations, and more. Here's what sets Procom apart. We give you fast access to professional voice talent from all across the country. Actors and actresses who are handpicked by Procom and experienced in bringing copy to life. And you direct your voiceover session live, by phone, as it's happening, so you can be sure of the results. Start by searching our online talent demos broken down into convenient categories. Or call our casting experts for helpful advice in finding the perfect voice. Once you've chosen one or more voice talents, Simply submit your script and book your talent online, or just call us, toll-free. At session time, you'll be connected to Procom by phone patch. Listening in on your session, you'll have the ability to interact with the voice talent you've cast and direct them yourself. Try multiple styles, hear playback, and request editing from your Procom producer to craft the perfect read. We can even connect directly to your favorite local studio via ISDN. Once you're satisfied with your recording, your files are immediately uploaded to our secure FTP site in the format you request, and you're sent a link by email. Procom Voices, top quality voiceovers, 
simple, fast, and affordable. Contact us today to get started. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. In the midst of a successful NFL career, Kansas City Chief Safety Quentin Demps was called by God to find an independent record label ministry, Purpose by Faith. In celebration of the launch of Purpose by Faith, Demps launched a talent search competition to seek an artist to be featured on his upcoming album slated for summer 2014 release. The winner would receive a trip to Houston, Texas to accompany Demps in a studio session, dinner, church service, and the Winter Jam 2014 concert. Ellison Morbin was announced last month as the winner, but tonight Quentin joins us to tell us about Purpose by Faith and his upcoming album. Please help me welcome Kansas City Chief Safety, Quentin Dimps. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. You there, Quentin? Hey, my phone on me. <laughs> That's no, okay. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity, man. Oh, no. Thank, thank you. You know, I was reading your story. And, you know, me being a, a man of faith, I definitely uh, can relate. You know, everyone knows you as this, you know, successful NFL career uh, player. And and tell us what the moment when you knew that there was more for you to do. The moment I knew there was more for me to do, man, was when, when football became bleak, when football was um, no longer my job. always something because you know we all know you from football obviously but was music always something that you wanted to to uh pursue to the early football days, you know, uh, when you were in college and once you, you saw your career start to really uh, progress and people looking at you, when when you found out you were going to be drafted, I mean, I can imagine what was going through your going going through your head at that time? When I found out I was going to be drafted. Uh-huh. Well, I knew I had a chance to be drafted in my junior 
second year, going to my senior year, um, and just, just man, it, I just, it just something just sparked, man, something just ignited in me, man, to, to really work hard, to really, um, you know, because man, people always told me that, you know, man, you want to million, man, everybody's trying to make it to the league. Yeah. You know, There's only one person I made, so I really didn't have any, you know, any drive to you know, think I could make it. I was like, well, I don't be that one. <laughs> so then when I found out I could be drafted, when I found out I could be drafted, then I, that, I, it, just, it just ignited, you know. It was always a dream, but yeah. I never knew it could become a reality and, until, it, um, until it did. All right. So obviously then once you're drafted and you you know, in the swing of things, you know, music goes on the back burner of everything because obviously your career is taking, you know, at new bounds. So you said that once, you know, football became kind of bleak for you, music picked back up. How did you know, you know, how to get back into it, how to transition back into music? Mm-hmm. I just kind of did it the same way I did it in, in college. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you just have a, a dollar and a dream, man. You just right. you just go one step, one step after the next. <laughs> you know, yeah. Kind of learn, kind of learn, kind of learn on, 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 on the fly. And right. So um, that's kind of what I'm doing. But but now as I gain more wisdom, man, I'm definitely um, you know, reading more about it. I'm gonna find myself studying more about the music industry, man, and just you know picking at people's brains who've been in it for a while. Exactly. And so um, definitely trying to learn about it. So then you found you found uh, Purpose by Faith Music Group. Tell us about that. Tell us tell us the purpose, which I which I like when I'm reading on it. Tell us about the purpose behind it. Well, um, somebody asked me a question, man, like who who influenced me um, through music growing up? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when I think about it, man, they they influenced me in a negative way. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So the purpose of my record label, man, is to influence people in a, in a positive way with a faith-based message, um, you know, in hopes, man, just to bring life, to, to give, to give hope, you know, because I think music kind of took me down the wrong path, so I, I hope to make music, man, that, you know, help somebody go down the right path. Right. So, so when you think about the industry, you know, a lot of people, and I've interviewed a lot of people on this show, and you know, from R&B to hip-hop or whatnot, and, you know, everyone wants their voice to be heard without trying to be so generic as a lot of what we hear on the radio today. What? How do you plan on, you know, your label, how do you plan on making it so that it is, you know, something that's preference over the generic uh, music that we hear today? Um, just, just, kind of, just kind of really, really taking my time. Mm-hmm. Um, And you're you're using all genre music. It's not just tailored to one genre music, but you're open to all time genre music for artists that you sign on your label. Is that correct? This is not just a rap label. Right. I repeat, this is not just a rap label. It's a music label. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then I know you have a single, uh, current single out called No Struggle. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. it's um but man, it's a big it's 
I know you're working on your your upcoming projects, so be released uh, later on this summer, well this summer this year. Tell us what can we what can we expect on it. Because you know you in NFL music, how were you able to stay grounded and, and not get caught up in the hoopla of everything? And because you seem like a well-rounded, you know, young man who's you know doing his thing, how are you able to stay grounded through it all? that when you were going to launch uh, Purpose by Faith, you had a talent competition, uh, and you picked Ellison Morbin as the winner. He was announced the winner February 20th, actually. What was what it, about him was appealing to you that made you think this is kind of this is the person I want to win this competition? collaborating for your upcoming project. Have, has that already happened yet or is that something that's coming in the future? Yes, it's coming. It's okay. coming. That's going to be my next single. Okay. Okay. We definitely want, can't wait to hear it. So what uh, what's next for you? Obviously, you know, you, you're embarking upon uh, this music industry and you're obviously already doing your thing. What's next for you? I know you do motivational spe- speeches to churches and to youth-based organizations. Um, yeah. So what else do you plan on doing from this point on? Okay. That, that right there is kind of number one. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. Trying to fit, I need. I got two. I got two classes. I gotta finish. Um, so I'm currently in classes right now. Um, finishing that up, man, and really, really um, preparing for this season. Um, and uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. And right now, just off top, it's school. Trying to finish up right. school right now. Right. So through all that you've been through, and you know, your short years here on Earth, what what is the greatest lesson you've learned? 
That's a load of questions. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
is that enough? I guess we'll never know.
continue to bring us our best, and uh, have a great week. God bless. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.